Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's happening? What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And you tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast, where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's up with you, buddy? Man, can't call it, man. Just another day trying to make this money, man. Um, I just, uh, you know, doing my regular routine. I heard something that was, uh, it was degrading. It was, uh, beyond disappointment it was um one of the worst things i probably ever heard in my life and came up <laughs> with this idea yeah. and i was like i can't do this man like my voice has to be heard so yeah it was, it was one of those days man but uh how about you though man how you feeling man everything good with you man everything aesthetic, man um you know what i'm saying there's some uh a little bit of work, you know what I'm saying? Been trying to figure out how to do this, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out how to do this camera thing um, through my computer. Found that out the hard way. Uh, uh, but I got everything working, you know what I'm saying? I got everything going. Uh, like I told you, me and my little cousins, you know what I'm saying? They want to um, start doing a podcast. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I'm with it. You know me. I'm always down to play. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm with that. So my cousin was like, well, he don't want to necessarily do it, you know what I'm saying, the the traditional way. He wanted uh-huh. to do basically a YouTube show for real. So I'm like, well, I mean, you can, it could still be a podcast. Um, it don't necessarily got to be called a YouTube show, but I get what he was saying. So he wanted to do everything, you know what I'm saying, go straight to YouTube with it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I said, let me figure some things out. I said, um, let me see if I get this camera to work right. And you know what I'm saying? All we got to do is name the time and place. So I spent all day, first and foremost, trying to find the software. Finally found the software. Get on there, finagle around with it, play around with it. Finally got everything working, right? Got the camera on there. So I'm doing like a... a a demonstration video to show them how the camera worked. So I got like the scenes cutting and you know what I'm saying, panning over, you know what I'm saying, wide shot, close shot, you know what I'm saying, mid. Whole time I'm talking, ain't no audio. So so I, on the video I'm doing this. So he like <laughs> so he like I watched the video. He said but you can't hear nothing. I'm like, what? On the playback, you can hear everything, but uh-huh. it's a it's a setting on there that you have to turn on in order for all the sound to go through. So you can hear everything as everything going on when you're doing the production part. Uh-huh. So I had to literally recut the whole video because I didn't save it. So I had to recut the whole video and then send it back to him. So needless to say, yeah, I've been I've been uh <laughs> I've been grinding today. Damn. Well, I mean, first and foremost, man, congratulations to them guys, man, for taking a step into uh step into this lane, I would say. Um, yeah, absolutely. But uh yeah, I mean, 
know, that, <laughs> you have to challenge and start. But <laughs> but it's gonna get there. Hey, man. It's gonna get there. Hey man, you have no idea. You hear me? You got no idea. So um I I got that done. Uh so now we gotta go up there. We gotta set everything up. Well, he he got the, the area set up. So that's not the issue to you know setting up the equipment and everything else is. Um gotta make sure we got enough mics, stuff like that. So you know, I'm interested to see where this is going going to lead to, man, because you know what I'm saying, it's a it's a <laughs> it don't necessarily got a theme to it. Like we talk about movies, television, you know what I'm saying, stuff in that world. We both have been on podcasts where it was like, you know, like barbershop talk stuff like that. Yeah. This is kind of in that vein, but it's a little bit different because it's it's based around content creation video games you know like that type of stuff so it's like a it's we all since we all content creators we all coming together and you know what i'm saying potting about you know what i'm saying like just basically any and everything yeah. and so these last few days we kind of been on you know what i'm saying like talking and trying to get everything i've been trying to give as much expertise as i can but i'm like ultimately it's really just gonna be you know what i'm saying like what you guys want to talk about so they like, yo, should we talk about like, you know what I'm saying, current event topics or was, you know what I'm saying, the hot news and stuff like that? Or so I'm like, I said, the truthfully, I said, you know, the best thing to do is to just go in and talk your talk. But yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see, you know. We'll see how it all goes. I'm, I'm super excited to see what this does because um <laughs> this would be my first time actually pre- well, not my first time actually producing, but in this version, it'll be my first time actually producing everything. So, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm excited too, man. So, you know, I can't wait to do it. That's what's up, man. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see, man. Yes, sir. All right, so, um, yo, we uh pulled... a um we pulled a audible mm, we pulled an audible for um today because first and foremost the super bowl is this weekend we can't glance over that you know what i'm saying um with both of us being uh football fans you know what i'm saying and wanting to get busy you know what i'm saying with this whole super bowl thing you especially your team is actually in the game. You know what I'm saying? I know <laughs> I know you waiting <laughs> at the at the at the highest peak, you know what I'm saying? So yes. I know you really can't wait. Um but you know what I'm saying, as football fans, this is our this is like our holiday. You know what I'm saying? For everybody who watches football, everybody knows Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday. And usually people take that Monday off. You know what I'm saying? So this is a real big thing. Um so what we're going to do today is we are going to cover our top five favorite Super Bowl movies. I'm sorry, football movies. Super Bowl on my mind. Football movies. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Why ain't y'all just wait to the second episode? It wouldn't make sense to do it. Well, second episode drop on Saturday. 
And from what I know for, for y'all to do, y'all don't really <laughs> listen to Saturday pods like that. You know what I'm saying? Them don't do as well as do the, you know what I'm saying, the early pods. So we're going to get y'all early pod, man. Um, so we are moving Black Mirror to the next episode. Um, so we'll let you know again in the coming soon. But listen, man, this is a... Uh, this is an interesting this is interesting because usually when we do lists you know what i'm saying we give our uh list out we usually gotta you know send a couple on the same thing so i don't know man how you feeling about this well <clears throat> so before we started i was like i think we'll probably have about two and you was like mm-hmm. i don't know we'll probably have three and i don't think people really know that we we do like our separate list and we don't tell each other what we got. At so all. like any anytime we do a list, it's like, yo, this is, you know, we haven't discussed this. Anytime we do what we watching, we don't discuss mm-hmm. those. You know what I'm saying? We we actually get each other's natural reaction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Live. So you're what y'all are hearing and what y'all are seeing, we didn't rehearse this. We didn't talk about this. And so I, I another felt, thing real quick though, I'm gonna tell you what's so funny about this. Is that usually when we do lists, depending on what it is, one of us might do research and then the other one will just go off the top of the dome and it'll flip flop. And then I don't know about you, but I do my best to try not to have the same movies that you have or like TV shows. That you have. <laughs> I do everything in my power. I'm like, because when I'm when I go through it, I'm like, man, I think you might have this one because this was it was really that good. So I'll be trying to go through trying to make sure the list is different and it never works. Well, and, and then, <clears throat> like we was talking earlier, I was just like, well, I was like, if you go first, I was like, what I'll do is just be like, yo, I had this here, but also I fuck with this movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what I mean? But then, like, you're going to know what mine is in order, but if you end up having one, you know what I'm saying? It, de- it depends on how passionate I am about it. And, but it also depends on what you say, too. Because, I mean, that's another thing. Like, we can both sit here and have the same movie, but we can still have a different outlook on it as well. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just a part of, you know, doing a podcast with somebody. You don't always see the same thing. That's what's so great about, like, some of the movies that we do where i may see it one way and then you see it another way and they'd be like oh shit, i never you know what i'm saying i never interpreted that way so that's another great thing like about this pod but like it's gonna be interesting like i don't i don't really go about it and think about it that way because like i'm so like set in my mind like yo this is i fuck with this movie and like mm-hmm. this is my number three or this is my number four like like i wouldn't really determine it all for you but because I've seen so much content, like I could just be like, okay, this is my movie, but at the same time, I fucked with this movie too. So it, For sure. it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out though. Okay. So I wanna propose a new um a new way to do this. Okay. You you what you said sparked something in my brain. It's pretty fucking genius. Usually, we would do honorable mentions first, and then we would get into the list, right? Yeah. This is what I say. We go through our list, 
And if we do have something that's the same, like you said, unless you really want to talk about it too, or unless I really want to talk about it too, we do from our honorable mentions a substitute. Boom. Exactly. Next man up. Exactly. All right. Gotcha. Next man up style top five. That's right. Gotcha. That's that's a viewers anonymous patent. Anybody <laughs> else use that? We coming for you. We coming. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I almost slipped on that one. Okay, so um, I'm going first, right? All right, let's do okay. this. So my number five is a classic. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was this was everybody's favorite movie as a kid, uh, especially sports movie. You felt like you know whether you was a boy or a girl, you could do it. You wanted to get out there. Sometimes this made people want to sign up for Pee Wee football. Um, and it's, it's near and dear to my heart, first and foremost, because it's based in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rick Moranish was out here trying to, you know what I'm saying, escape the shadow of his older brother. And, you know, he couldn't do it until one day they played a game. And that game was, it was everything that it needed to be. One of the greatest plays ever created came out of that game. And yes, I'm talking about the little giants, ladies and gentlemen. Number five. Um, first and foremost, man, this was this was a fire movie. Um, great movie. Uh, it had everything that you needed in it. Not only that, this was the first movie I seen where um they had, you know what I'm saying, like a girl in it that was like doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? This was one of those movies where you know, it wasn't like she was all prissy and she was the cheerleader. Nah, she was the running back. She was the beast. She was the one. Um, and I didn't see anything like this again until Mighty Ducks. So I really, really love this movie. This was um, this was a great one. I think, what was the play? The annexation of Puerto Rico? Um, I forgot, man. I think it was the I annexation of Puerto Rico. I haven't watched it since we done it. On the yeah, <laughs> but, hey man, greatest play ever, greatest play ever, man. That's my number five, Little Giants. Okay, not mad at that one, man. That's uh definitely a kid's classic, man. That that will take you into adulthood. Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out to them. Uh, so actually, uh, my number five is it's a movie where um it's it's a football movie, but it's you know, a little bit from the other side. And I think that's what um, this part of it kind of drew me to it a little bit more than others. Now, this movie could be considered a romance movie, all this other stuff like that. But the movie I'm talking about, because you're looking at me. Because <laughs> if you guys say we got some issues. It is. Are you serious? Jerry Maguire, man. Oh, this man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. Say Silver Linus Playbook. Oh no! <laughs> I was about to say, man. No. man. no, no, man. Jerry Maguire, man. Jerry Maguire and Rod Tidwell, man. And like, what this is what stands out to me about Jerry Maguire is, you know, you got this agent, this dude that's on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? About to get the number one pick in the draft, shit fall apart, and then he ends up losing 
well, he ended up having to, you know, leave his agency or whatever, and he's starting his own business. Get, get, wrote this book, gave this speech. One girl, she fucking leaves with him. He got one client, and that agent and with one client relationship, like that. I don't know what was so fucking captivating to, to me about it, but it was. And like one of the scenes that really got me was after Rye got hurt in the end zone. And then, like, after the game, now everybody want to talk to him and shit. He just want to hug Jerry. And I was just like, that agent-to-client relationship was like, you never really seen nothing. I've never seen nothing like that before. Right. And it's just like, then it made me start thinking, like, well, if you're an agent, how personal do you get? Like, how much do you really be in this person's life? Like, you know what I'm saying? And he took this one agent and, you know what I'm saying, was able to start his whole you know, independent thing over again after leaving this powerhouse. So I just thought that that was something that was, you know, when you hear a lot of people that send the business speak about it, they was like, yo, like a lot of the shit in the movie, Jerry Maguire, like that's like really how it is yeah. when it comes to these agents and these players and stuff like that. And I just thought that that was very intriguing. And that's what captivated me about Jerry Maguire, like, okay, yeah, it got this love story with him and Dorothy and all this little shit and little kid and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that that agent to player relationship and like how much they butted heads and how much they wasn't the same and you know him fucking with them, got him screaming, show me the money and all this type shit. Like, I just thought all that shit was funny. But yeah. um, but yeah, I just thought that that part was cool, just showing that relationship between two people. So I got Jerry Maguire at five. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Okay, so uh, my number four is um, I'm sure this probably is not on anybody's favorite football movie at all. Not even probably honorable mention, but it's on mine. Once again, near and dear to my heart because it's talking about my favorite team. And uh, I thought it was dope. It was a chance to see a different side of the game that we usually don't get to see, get to see at all. Um and this is personally one of my favorite times in football. Um, I'm talking about Jav Day with Kevin Costner. Um, I thought this movie was brilliant because what it did for the sport, right? It showed you a different side of football, not just, you know, what we usually see on the field every Sunday and, you know, what we see on ESPN and Fox Sports and whatever other channels and stuff that we watch throughout the week. But we actually got a chance to see these guys in the war room during draft time. You know what I'm saying? The things that they have to deal with, you know what I mean? The, the processes that they have to go through. We, you know, we we got to see how, you know what I mean? The, the, um, the, their thought processes in this whole thing, the pressure that they're under, you know, having to deal with uh, having a guy at number six and you ready to take him and then he's taking that, you know what I'm saying, that third spot, now what do you do? You know, those type of things that when you're really into the game and you really care about the game, you know that this is one of the major parts of what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Having that next draft class come in, you know, doing the scouting, so on and so forth. Um, if you ever play Madden or, you know, college football, you know how important the recruiting process is. You know how important the scouting process is. And so this movie kind of gave you, you know what I'm saying, a, a behind-the-scenes view of everything that we usually don't get to see during that day. Um, we get to see them go up there and talk, and we hear the commentators and everything else, but we don't get to 
really look inside the rooms as everything is going on. So I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm glad he picked Chadwick Boseman's character. Uh, I forgot his first name, but his last name was like Mac or something like that. And of course, you know what I'm saying? He came from Ohio State. Everything was perfect about it. How could you not love this movie if you're a Browns or a Buckeye fan? Um, and shout out to Arian Foster, too, because this was his first movie. You know what I'm saying? Arian Foster was in this movie as the the main guy that everybody was, you know what I'm saying, pegging us to pick. So I, I really, really like this movie. Interesting pick. Very interesting pick. Um, not that you're right. I don't think a lot of people going to have draft day on there. Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at interesting. all. So, um, my number four, I, I remember hearing um, someone speak about this on a podcast one time, and they was destroying this movie. And anytime somebody destroys something I really like, that motivates me to do a pod about it. So I did a pod about it on my own podcast. I can go check that out on 28 Minutes Less. But mm-hmm. my number four is one of my favorite movies, and it's the program, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the program, number one, Little fact, I told this on my podcast, little fun fact. So they filmed this movie at South Carolina University. And so the games that you see in that was played on William Bryce Stadium in 1990. Well, the movie came out in 93, so 92. Mm-hmm. I ended up playing on that field. You know what I'm saying? 2003 state champion. You know what I'm saying? That's what we played our state championship games. So I played, you know what I'm saying, on the same field as Omar Epps. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but I mean, look, I bumps with the program, man. Like, there's yeah. like the program, you know, when, you know, when, this movie came out in 93. So it's like you're looking at it and it's like, you know, when you don't know what college is like, you know, you're looking at movies like this and you're seeing, you know what I'm saying, what these coaches are going through. And then you see the hot freshmen. He's coming in thinking he's hot shit. And then you got the one running back. And then the running back <laughs> is dating a girl that's giving you a toy guy. And then you hollering at the girl. And then it's the freshman that's not the starter comes in getting reps. And then he's still the starting running back girl. And it's like all this shit is going on. But one of the baddest linebackers I've ever seen, you know what I'm saying, was Alvin Mack. You know what I'm saying? And what sucked about what happened to Alvin Mack, and this is why this shit is called a program. It's because this shit is a it's a continuous cycle. It's, it's worse now because now you got the transfer yeah. portal and all this shit. But like it was one of those realities where it showed you Alvin Mack what his home life was like. You know what I'm saying? Being in the low country, South Carolina, you could tell like his you know, I mean they barely had electricity and running water. Like I mean he was mm-hmm. in the poorest conditions, but you seen his talent. He was one of the greatest linebackers in college football. And then, you know, the way he played the game, he talked a lot of shit to people. They playing against Georgia Tech. He ended up fucking with the wrong offensive lineman. And my man, you know what I'm saying, it underscooped my man and broke his leg. You know what I'm saying? And Alvin Matt's career was over. And, you know, in that moment, and I don't think that's something that a lot of people talk about. But the moment that really hits for me, and maybe just because I'm like a, a football guy, that you know what I mean, when he was at home listening to that game, you know what I'm saying, and he started crying, and his mom started holding him because like, he knew it was over. 
He's like, I'm not going to the NFL now. And just watching him, you know, because that's what a lot of football players are like. I don't think a lot of people understand, like, a lot of these dudes come from the mud. Yeah. And it's like, well, not you now. Know, not yeah, not, not so much now. Not so much now. They but got like, AAU teams now. Yeah, like it's completely different. Like a lot of these kids are going to these academies as well. Yeah. So they're living on campus and, and yeah. come on, like there's there's some money being funneled back home. Oh, you absolutely. know what I mean. Let me tell you something. These these academies, like uh I heard one With of the IMG. Uh, yeah, like I heard one of the basketball players, I think it was like Gilbert Arenas or something. He was talking about how the um the AAU is basically like you know putting them in college before they even in college. Like you doing like you a professional before you even get to the league. Yeah. That's what these that's what these academies are doing, bro. Like like you said, you already living on the campus. You already a star. You're a top recruit. You know what I'm saying? Like you already talking NIL before you even get to college. Yeah, these these academies are are going crazy right now. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> but like that that was that was one of those moments, man, that really touched, man. Cause like you hear a lot of stories about, you know what I mean? Dudes be like, man, I would've been in the league if, you know, if I ain't tearing my leg up. But like back then, the technology ain't what it is today. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If Alvin Mack would've got hurt, you know what I'm saying? Two years ago, cool, but Dr. Yeah, Andrew coming in. One pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you still would've went to the league. Like they would've hey, did, uh, Didn't that happen, to, wasn't that Jadavion Clowney? Didn't when he injured when he got picked? No, Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore, yeah. Yeah, it was Marcus Lattimore. He had but and the Fort Niners took him. But see, the team was so stacked at that time, they was like, shit. It didn't we even can, matter. Yeah, if it like if he don't work out, we took him in like the third or fourth or fifth round or some shit like that. That was just mm -hmm. like, man, we got so many running backs, it don't even matter. Like, so they just took him anyway. And um and they gave him a shot, and you know he never he, he never really caught his stride. But but yeah, like what that's that's a that to me that was a touching moment because yeah. the T. Alvin Mack story where you know he bought his mom this door knocker with Mack on it. And he was like, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm gonna get you the house to go along with it. And then to see him tear his knee up, and then he's sitting in that bed listening to his team play, and he started crying. I was like, God, boy, that hurt me, man. But the program, man, is number four on my list. All right, man. Uh, number three, I got uh, a story based on a true story. Um, you know what I'm saying? About this this walk-on who wanted his chance. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to he wanted to get out there and and do something. And he had he had the opportunity because the Eagles held tryouts to locals. And my man was, you know, he was barely making it out the streets. 30 years old, bartending. Young Vince Papali came out there and was catching the football like you've never seen nobody catch a football before, apparently, because the Eagles signed him. That's right, I'm talking about Invincible. You know what I mean? Um, great movie. Shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Um, this is one of the one of my favorite movies to watch because I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard for me to believe, right, that out of everybody in Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying, that in the way that they 
uh, are with that team that it was only one dude that really got signed on that walk-on. You know what I mean? It was just Vince. They ain't had nobody else to get picked out of all them dudes out there. And then, like, <laughs> and then he was getting recruited because they was playing, like, behind, like, a, a trash dump or something like that. Like, the field that they was playing on, I don't know, man. This it's just everything about this movie. I love the I love the trash this movie. Not because it's a bad movie, not because Mark Wahlberg didn't do a great job, but because it's just like the scenario to me just is so absurd. The Philadelphia Eagles are so bad that they, they didn't go. They didn't go in the free agency. They didn't go look for old college players who didn't play. You know what I'm saying? They went and picked a 30 year old bartender, bro, and signed this man. <laughs> And let my man go out there and be a star, bro. On special teams. On special teams. <laughs> Meanwhile, he went out for receiver. He catching everything. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he running. I'm talking about routes perfect. Like nothing was wrong with this dude. He could have been out there really catching the ball. He could have been out there with my man Carmichael and all them, but nah. It was like you you gonna return punts and kicks. So you know what I'm saying? I thought that was hilarious. Um, but this movie is great, man. If you if you really want to be inspired, if you really want to be motivated, this is the movie to watch. Mark Wahlberg, once again, phenomenal job. I'm talking about great, great job, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, the scenario in itself is that's what attracted me to this movie. When I figured out what the movie was about, I said, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I got to go see this. I got to watch this. Um, and it didn't let me down. It it didn't let me down at all. They they did phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? For him to be, you know what I'm saying, as passionate as he was, and to get that opportunity and to go out there is a great thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I doubt anything like that will happen like in today's time. There's no way that some 30-year-old dude that's bartending that plays backyard football with his friends every weekend is is getting in the league by far you know what i'm saying but 76 it happened and they told that story and i'm glad they did but yeah my number three is invincible okay so two things yeah number one the only thing closest to that was that you remember about like five or six years ago there was this one dude uh, and he played college ball but i don't remember exactly he what went happened to the Bengals, didn't he is that what, what you know what I'm talking about? Like he was hanging outside the facility or something like that, and like he just kept like yeah doing no, yeah, that was a dude. I think that was a dude that was with us because he was like he was light skinned dude. He was with us or the Bengals. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Yeah, it was a dude like he just kept hanging. But now he he played college ball. Yeah, definitely. But I don't yeah. something happened. I don't know if he got hurt. No, he, he 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 never he got undrafted. He was undrafted. And he was just like yeah. So that's the only thing. Close, I yeah, can see. He, yeah, but he actually played college ball. Exactly, he, that's what I'm never, saying. It's never played. But <laughs> this is the funny never thing about it. it, though. The funny thing about it, the real Vince guy was about I don't know six foot six two or some shit like that, about a buck yeah. eighty five. The Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, like four eleven, two ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more while we're little, bro. 
Yo, when I seen the real foot, like when they, at the end of the movie when they showed the real footage, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> like it ain't if you see Vince, it ain't hard to believe he could be a receiver. If you see exactly. Mark Wahlberg, you'd be like, nah, he's smaller than Julian Edelman. Yo, that is hilarious. But I was like, yo, that's what make that movie funny. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Because it make Absolutely. it look like, dang man, it's crazy how Vince made. Then you see the real him, like. Damn, he wasn't a little dude <laughs> like Mark was. Not so that's funny. That is funny. So my number three, um, man, I don't even know where to start, man. I start with this something personal. So the same year, the year we went to state, like they, I don't know if they did it for us or what, because we, this movie came out in 2000, but they played this movie in the theater for us. In mm-hmm. 2003, mm-hmm. and um, it was very relevant at the time. But this is a based on a true story, where you know the first school in Virginia got immigrated. You know what I'm saying? It was an all white school, and they bring in a black coach and they integrate the schools, and and they gave this man one shot, lose one game, and you're fired. <laughs> and they had, and they had this. One coach who was, I guess he was told he was going to be the head coach, but shit happened. He's supposed to be going into the Hall of Fame. He was defense coordinator. And I, I think what's great about this movie is that, you know, people our age, this was nothing to us. We played football with fucking everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I <laughs> well, it wasn't like that in my case. Yeah, I really do. Like, like, I mean, it's it's always been, like, since I started. Like, you know what I'm saying? Black dudes on the team, white dudes on the team, Latinos on the team. You know, it ain't, yeah. you know, I ain't never look at it no any type of way or whatever. But, like, this movie it was very significant for the time because it's Virginia. And, you know, it's a lot of racist people. And I don't know why everybody know what I'm talking about, man. If you remember the Titans, yeah. but um, but no, it was just yeah, man, strong side. <laughs> so <laughs> so it it was just you know to see it play out, and I know it's a movie that made it fun. They put comedic moments in there, yeah. and then they also even put it in moments where you see that even white people don't fuck with white people because when Sunshine came. Everybody was talking shit about this dude in California with his long ass hair. Hey, Come to find the out, out they're going crazy. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Runny Bass was, but hey, my Runny Bass was got them. That motherfucker was something serious, but he was yeah, he was a friend talking to out there. <laughs> he had an arm on him. Hey, he ended up going to South Carolina and playing I down knew. there. So. Yeah, so you're the real guy. You the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the real life? I'm sorry, bro. You mean the real life? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, that's a clip, bro. We got clipped that. That's funny. That's funny. Nah, but the uh, but Ronnie Bass, the Sunshine guy, he yeah. uh, he actually went to South Carolina University to play quarterback down there. So no, he was that real deal. But they was, you know, what I'm saying, even the white people was, you know, making fun of him because they're like, yo, like this California dude, from, you know, what I'm saying, like you, 
you know, you ain't from this area. You know what I'm saying? So they, they even show, you know, some type of prejudice towards him. But like, but also just the to see the racism and when he was coaching, they was cheating the kids and you got a coach giving out banana. Well, no, he gave the coach a banana because he called him a he called him a monkey. You know, but crazy. like, but yeah, but just to know, like, yo, like you bring this coach in and try to set him up to fail, <laughs> and this motherfucker don't lose. Hey, <laughs> hey, I just thought that was funny. The 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 one thing about that movie that when whenever you see real football players watch that movie or ever talk about that movie, you already know who they talking about, bro. It's one player in that movie that they don't nobody mess with. I forgot what this nigga name is, but Ryan Gosling played his character. Oh, he is such a liability <laughs> at cornerback, bro. He is such Alan. a liability at cornerback, bro. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Hey, that was a meme saying that he was just one of the biggest liabilities on ABC. Bro, he he was the worst corner, bro, ever. All right, everybody out there putting in hard work, doing their thing. What he doing? Nothing. Getting burnt. Letting them loose. That's what he was doing. No lockdown skills. Can't play zone. He just ain't have it. He ain't have it in him. I'm sorry. Then his dad hey, got mad in the, when his dad got mad in the stands or something like that. Yeah, got, that was crazy. You see your son out here getting torched, bro. What we talking about? Hey, the boy out there even, yo, Cheryl said she was like, <laughs> she said he don't. He didn't have it. Shout out to her. Hey, out yo, to her. she was the, she was the hey, best part of the movie though. Hey, she was about eight years old. Like, look, man, hey, he's like, he getting toasted out there, man. Like, what you talking about? She ain't played no games with him, boy. She held oh, her dad down. She was like, hey, man, I know you mad, but they making the right decision. Get off my yeah. back. He calling the right call. He should have called this in the first quarter. Yeah, man. So PD had to go out there and relieve him, man. Yeah, but nah, I hated, I hated the PD character, though, man, because... What I hated about the PD character is like, like he get yelled at, he done. Mm-hmm. Like he over there crying and want to quit on the team and shit. It's like, Sorry. man, get the fuck out of here, Sorry. man. Yeah. You know how many times we got? See, y'all kids don't know. You know what I'm saying? When we play football, yeah. I'm talking about the coaches grabbing your face mask, spitting all in your face yeah, because they're yelling at you and all, all this yeah. shit. Yeah, it's like you run for no reason, and we yeah. were eight. <laughs> we, even in we was eight. I don't know how many times I had to bear crawl and duck walk and all that. Hey, man, yeah, we was eight years old, bro, being treated like pro football players. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we weren't <Yeah>. getting paid. <laughs> we didn't even get participation trophies then, bro. No, no, we got those though. We, we got, got we got ours we got ours the the year after that's when they started giving ours out the year after I first started I started I think in 96 97 97 98 is when we start actually getting trophies for being on the team and like participating but we ain't get them the year before Dude my first year my first year playing with organized football I was 11 mm-hmm. and that was in 96 and we got we got the you know what I'm saying little trophy I still got that bad boy to this day um, I got all mine but uh, yeah, man, it was just, I mean, it was just a movie, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, we know about the racism in this country. Yeah. And it's like to to actually tell a story of a school where, you know what I'm saying, they integrated the football team and 
the white guys are like, man, these guys are coming to take our spots. And then it's just like, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's similar. <laughs> Even they knew. <laughs> <laughs> that was like. <laughs> I was hey. just playing. It's just a joke. <laughs> Nah, it was uh, it was like uh, it was a time, man. Like you know, what I'm yeah. saying, it it was a time in 2000 when we remember the Titans came out, and to have you know somebody like Denzel Washington, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Of all people to play Coach Boone, like that was that was that was wild, man. So uh, yeah, I got remember the Titans at number three. And what's dope about it was it was a Disney movie too. Yes, people don't people don't even realize that that was a Disney movie. That was that's what made it even, you know what I'm saying, even more, you know what I'm saying, prominent was the fact that Disney put something like this out. But I will say this though. When you watch that movie, that's it's not hard to believe that they came together like that. Because if you ever played football, I don't care what your differences are. I don't care. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if you come from different backgrounds, whatever it is. Like, bro, if you ever played football, bro, and you went through a whole season, them them become your brothers for real. You know yeah, and then you really, you really had a back like that. And you brought up a great point. Gary, one of his best friends, was a tight end dude. Mm-hmm. Tight end dude missed the block on purpose. Got the quarterback hurt. Mm-hmm. He went up to the coach and said, "Yo, I want my guy off the team." He was like, "You know the rules. Captain's the only person that can cut somebody." This mother went to his best friend. Yeah, it was like, "Yo, I, I see you playing. missed that block on purpose, mm-hmm. and you off the team." Yeah. So that's exactly right, man. They they become your brothers, and then it's kind of like, yo, when you like they was, they was on a winning streak, mm-hmm. man. Gary, like Gary was like an all American, all that type shit. But yeah. the way it seemed, it didn't seem like y'all was winning championships. Right. And he's like, yo, we undefeated, we got a chance to win a championship, and you out here missing blocks on purpose. Nah, mm-hmm. my guy. You know what I'm saying? You, you up out of here. Yeah. So, like, you, you're exactly you right. That, you can do all that off the field. When we on the field, we same jersey. We don't play that. Now, if you want to go do that to one of them, that's cool. Don't nobody care about all that. But when we on the same team, nah, we don't play that. We don't play that game at all. Same jersey, exactly. bro. We rep the same smart tech, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite reference in the that's world. That's my favorite so great bro um we on number two yeah all right so number two um this movie is uh, first and foremost is a comedy and that's why i put this up so high um amazing cast amazing cast this was um about one of the greatest greatest quarterbacks to ever touch a silver screen um in history you know what i'm saying yeah you know he has some you know what I'm saying? He had some dilemmas about shaving points back in the day. But guess what? He came back and he redeemed himself. When the league went on strike and they had nobody to play, you know what I'm saying? Gene Hackman, he went out there and he found, you know what I'm saying, some some outcasts, some heathens, some vandals, you know what I'm saying, some lollygaggers. And he brought them all together and he made them, you know what I'm saying, go out there and give, them, give it everything that they got. And the replacements, you know what I'm saying? This movie was also one of those movies that taught you about brotherhood, that taught you about, you know what I'm saying? Even even when you're down and out and even when you feel like you're on your last leg, you know, you can go out there and you can be something. You can be somebody. 
I just want to go down this this cast real quick. Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackney, Orlando Jones, Faison Love, Michael Telefero, um, John Farvo, um, Reese Iffins. It man, the list goes. John Madden was in this. Pat Summerall was in this. Um, who else was in this? Keith David was in this. Um, let me make sure I ain't missing nobody. But this movie was amazing. Um, and it was just, it was just one of the movies, bro. Like when you watched it, it was funny. It made you laugh, made you feel good. You know what I'm saying? You was rooting for Shane Falco, especially when you found out that he actually cared about his team. Orlando Jones, bro. When they put that sticky glue on that nigga gloves, and that nigga said, <laughs> I look like I just jacked off an elephant. Yeah, that's too funny. Hey, bro. bro. <laughs> they put stick them on that man gloves, bro, because he couldn't catch for real. That shit was amazing, bro. Then they were, they all got locked up, and they started doing the um, they started doing the electric slide. That's the slide. <laughs> so I will survive in the jail cell. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. This 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 movie was that joint, man. I fucked with this movie, bro. Straight comedy through and through. Great movie. Is anytime you watch it, it's gonna be a good time, man. Yeah, man. I love. I fucking love that movie. That movie is hilarious. Shane Absolutely. Falco, man. Absolutely. Shane Falco, man. That these mother, this mother literally recruited somebody out of jail, bro. They was picking up any and everybody. They needed that. They needed that season to happen. They ain't care who yeah. was out there. But the crazy thing about the replacements, though, that shit is the true story, man, of the yeah. Washington Redskins, man. I don't yep. think if people know that. And then people don't know this. That's the year they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I did a yeah. I did a podcast on the quote-unquote real version of it. Uh, yeah. uh, the year, I think it was called the year of the scabs. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, like that was that was that was wild, but that was a wild ass season. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to the replacement. Absolutely. Um, so at number two, uh, I got a movie that we done on here before. Um, no secret, it was one of those movies where I seen it and I was like, when I first saw this movie, I was like, wow, this is what varsity gonna be like because this movie <laughs> came out. It came out in '99. I was in eighth grade in '99. I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> is this my, I really want to keep doing this. But um, but no, nah, this movie is, I mean, it's it's all about Texas football, man. If y'all know anything about Texas, Texas football is 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 it's on another scale. You know what I'm saying? Football, God and guns. Exactly. And this movie came out when it hit, it was just like I, I can't even really explain it, man. But I got I got Boston Blue. And you know, you, you, you got the coach, you know what I'm saying, Bud Kilmer, who who got all the district championships. And he was like he was like <laughs> he said, My thirty years of coaching, he said, I have brought you Two two national he's got two state championships and twenty two uh conference championships. Count them. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I love, hey, as much as I hated that dude, like, we got something coming up later. And I'm going to have to bring this person up. Because let me tell you something. Nobody else could play Bud Camera but John Boyd, man. <laughs> Yo. He's the, he's the only person. Hey, John, no, not, for nothing, not for nothing, though, bro. John Voight is is a very talented actor. Like, oh yeah, he's 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 played some roles where like you see that movie and you kind of like it rub you the wrong way, but then like you'll fucking turn on like National Treasure and like he Nicholas Cage's dad, and it's like, oh, you fall back in love with him. Like this dude is dude. amazing. Like John Voight is amazing, bro. Shout he out played- to him because and he also produced Jennifer. Uh, I'm Angelina Jolie. This is true, but he also played Adolf Rump. I'm saying was a racist ass Kentucky coach back in the fucking only, only John Boyd can do it. That's what only I'm saying. Can do it. But like you know, it he I got he has a line that I say to this day still. Mm-hmm. When he told when when Mox went out there and he tried to run the oop dude, this motherfucker said <laughs> this motherfucker said he said when did the damn circus come into town? He said, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, we all running football team. He was like, he was like, uh, he said, Texas Tech run the run the oop you four receivers that the one side. He said, those on the back side. He was like, <laughs> he said, we all running team. We run the ball. I'm looking at old Mox. He said, stick to the bases, stick to the bases, stick to the bases. He said, man, you the damn dumbest smart kid I know. (laughs) (laughs) I use that line all the time. Like, man, you the dumbest smart person I know, man. Like, he just, you know, he murdered that role, man. But, but, man, come on, man. Lance Harbor hitting the Florida State. How's that? (laughs) With all that he said. Man, rest in peace to Paul Walker, man. Absolutely. This movie, this movie is all time, man. All time, man. Well, you got yeah. the backup quarterback is better than the starting quarterback, but just because you just the same age and the coach in love with him, mm-hmm. you got got them. Yo, these motherfuckers had uh, <laughs> these motherfuckers had Josh Allen on the bench, man. <laughs> Just like Sunshine, bro. Yeah, because he started out with Rams, and then Sunshine came in and lit the damn thing up. So, nah, man, yeah. Varsity Blues is one of those ones, man. Great movie. One of those ones, yeah, man. Great First, movie. they're whiners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, hey, hey, it's, it's, two, it's two styles of movies that I'm always love. Is anything with a British accent and anything with a southern accent. Nothing <laughs> is better than that. A comedy with a southern accent is always gonna be funny. Hands down. Yes, Never sir. Fails. Um, all right, we at the number one, man. This is this is the, the whole kid and caboodle right here. This is what it all comes down to. Um, my number one movie is about a very special player. Um <clears throat> This dude was hidden talent, you know what I'm saying? A, a hidden, a hidden gem, a, a diamond amongst, you know what I'm saying? I already know what it is. <laughs> a 
diamond amongst the codes, man. That's what this is. You know what I'm saying? Most people remember times where, you know, Terrell Owens played in the Super Bowl with a messed up leg. You know what I'm saying? Other people remember times where, you know, Jay Rice set records. You know what I'm saying? Other people remember times where, you know, the, the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Cam Newton was doing his thing. But do you remember the time when Bobby Boucher came in? Oh, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Mud Dogs win the bourbon bowl, huh? Do you? Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about the water boy, bro. Greatest football movie of all time, bro. Let me tell you something about this movie here. When I tell you that the vision that Adam Sandler had for this movie, was amazing first and foremost you got this dude who has been sheltered his whole life by his mother you know what i'm saying he he didn't really know what was going on in life you know he was just pretty much just uh uh you know what i'm saying uh, um oh man he was he was just pretty much I can't, I can't even think of the saying right now that I'm trying to say. A product of his environment. I don't know why that slipped my mind. But he's a, he was a product of his environment. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just down there in Louisiana trying to live life, do right by his mom. You know what I mean? Do right by God. And, you know, he ended up, you know, getting into the into the life, man. And he found out about football, something that he was great at. And he was just out there, you know. <laughs> just giving out water you know what i'm saying he loved the sport but he couldn't play you know he could never play the sport because his mama said god didn't like that you know what i'm saying when the when the when the, when the professor said alligators are ignorant because they got you know what i'm saying uh <laughs> because they got small phrases and you know he went back and told his mama you know nah you know, he said, Mama said the alligators. Are, I forgot what he said. Mama said alligators are ignorant because something. He said they because they Madubal Abangata. Man, I don't know why, but everybody's going around talking about Madubal Abangata for years. But um, yeah, that was that was an amazing movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hands down, funny as hell. Um, you know, it was just one of them things that when he got knocked out, they came and gave him that water from Alaska. Open his eyes. That's some high quality H2O. You know what I'm saying? You know, hop right up and got right back to it, man. Um, he was in love with Vicky Valancourt, and you know, my man went on to end up living a beautiful life. But one thing and one thing that you always gotta remember is when you go tell your mom, you know what I'm saying, that you're playing football, she always gonna let you know. Don't be out there playing no fool's ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't never be out there playing no fool's ball. But yeah, my number one is uh Waterboy, man. Amazing. That's my favorite football movie of all time. Never seen so many. <laughs> hey man, it is what it is. Okay, y'all. This is my number one movie. Number one football movie of all time. And this movie is about a diamond in the rough, okay? <laughs> a guy was always overlooked. Oh, you know I know saying? exactly what this is. 
a guy that they said, you got really quick feet. So I want to put you at corner. Mm-hmm. He was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Keep them steaming. About steaming. <laughs> Willie Beeman. Motherfucker, any given Sunday, Let's man. Go, man. Come on, man. Let's go, man. Yo, I'm sorry. This movie is a depiction of greatness. Okay. Absolutely. You got, you want to talk about a cast. Oh, we talking about yo. We talking about Al Pacino, Dennis Quaid, mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. fuck James Wood, um, <laughs> Jamie. Everybody got beat with James Wood, man. Man, come on, man. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Jamie Fox, LL Cool J, Jim Brown, mm-hmm. Morris Taylor. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Playing Shark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bill Bellamy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yo. I mean, and Margaret was in this movie. Like, dude, this shit, Elizabeth Berkeley, back when she used to look good. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit is crazy how they got mm-hmm. all these people to be in this movie. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And then, like, all the, uh, Dwayne Martin made an appearance in this bad boy. So, no, like, this movie, man, when it came to, like, like football, but then just the story of, you know, Willie Beeman coming in. You got the, you got the old coach. With the, you know what I'm saying? With his quarterback, he want to run things his way. Then he, then you got this player. And then it also gives you this thing of like, you know, when money and ego start to take over. Because mm-hmm. Willie Bean was a totally different person. But mm-hmm. then he come in, he had two good games. All of a sudden, he the shit. And all the rest of y'all is trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, but it does, it, it does give you that thing of like, I think that humble pie that one game. When he went on that show, he's talking about he got that invisible juice, and once he drank it, he's gone. And then they showed him get his helmet knocked off because these motherfuckers didn't want to block for his ass no more. But I think that that's a valuable lesson. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you ain't bigger than the game, my guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter how good you get, and all that type of stuff. But this movie is is so is so good that I mean, there was a fight. On set, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real life, like when Jamie Foxx got punched in the face, he really got punched in the face mm-hmm. by Cuj. Because, like, you know, I've heard bits and pieces of the story, but even that race, I I think the thing with Oliver Stone was he was just like, "Yo, just shoot everything." Yeah, <laughs> like, like we shooting everything because that race. I think that race was real. I don't know if that race was really like in the script mm-hmm. because it was something about they were saying something about Jamie and LL were going at about one of them was saying they was faster than the other person. And so they was like, well, we're going to fucking race then. And I think they just like filmed the race for real. And like, just like, yo, that was so so much good content. We're going to put that shit yeah, in the movie. That's dope, like, but like they ended up having some tension like throughout the movie and stuff, but like, no, this movie, this movie's so good, man. And, and I like when they, you know, they're showing you the player part. They're showing you the management part. They're showing mm-hmm. you the coaching part. They're mm-hmm. showing you the medical part. You know what I'm saying? Like that scene with Shark. Oh, man. That was great. Like, like, 
that that shit hurt my soul. I was like, dude, like, first of all, for a person to put you on the field, knowing that if you have one more concussion, you know what I'm saying, you could like lose your memory, you could not walk again, all the stuff. And this dude switched your fucking chart. You know what I'm saying? To win games. And then they actually have a conversation with you and tell you, yo, if you hit somebody the wrong way, dude, like you're done. Mm-hmm. And he's begging with t- yo, Lawrence Taylor is not an actor, people. No. That dude was an actor right there. Yeah. He literally almost had a tear coming out of his eye. Like, coach, like, this is all I know how to do. Like, just let me play. And he's like, hey, you know, he signed that waiver for a million dollars. It's like. Yo, like, is a million dollars really that worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, man, fuck that, man. I'm just I'm saying. Sorry. They bring back Joe's versus pros. They, you got got a million dollars on the line. You ain't gonna try out. Dude, let me tell you something. Five years ago, yeah. Now, no. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. I'm going for a meal. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And but no, like this, but this movie, man, it's so wild, man. It it gives you it gives you so much. And it's just and it's a long ass movie, but man, we all know, man. It's worth it. That inches speech. Mm-hmm. Like, and the crazy thing about it, I remember hearing Oliver Stone talking about this. And he was saying that. You know, Al Pacino don't you know really know anything about being a coach, right? You know what I mean. Obviously, you see the movies that he's been in. He, he's never like really played like a coach, and so they was going over the inches speech, and he he was saying something about how he had to talk to Al about doing it or something like that. And, and for it to come out the way that it came out, like, dude, like c- coaches play this for their players. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. You're supposed to be the coach. You don't play yeah. this, but coaches have played this speech for their players. Like that is this speech because it's so fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like you can look, dude, the perfect example and I saw it, they had it on social media the other day. It was like the like the 25-year anniversary or some shit like that. You remember when Kevin Dyson played for the Tennessee Titans? Mm-hmm. They was playing the Rams, and my man got tackled at the one, and he reached he the reached ball out. out and that shit. almost had it. <sighs> Boy, you want to talk about inches? Hey. That's a super – they could have – the uh, uh, Steve McNair would have a Super Bowl ring. If he'd have got that touchdown, yo, inches. That's crazy. And I, hey, you want to know what's crazy about that game, bro? The Rams, I, I think they was the underdog, but they was the better team, like hands down. If you look at that roster that the Rams had, they had Tory Holt, they had Isaac Bruce. I think that was the Marshall I think they had Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, uh, 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 Ricky Pro. Yeah, they had Ricky Pro, bro. That was a hell of a team, bro. Well, they said it was the greatest show on turf, and that defense was nice too. Yeah, I think that's was that when they had Aeneas Williams still right. 
might have been there. I think. I yeah, I think, think they still so. had Aeneas Williams because I think they had Aeneas Williams, and for some odd reason, I want to say they had Jason Seahorns, or was he still in New York? No, 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 that's a good question. I can't remember if he was still in New York or not. But I, I definitely know they had Aeneas Williams, though. Yeah, that was uh yeah, that was a that was a that, that was a crazy game. Dude. I, I actually like watched that game. I don't yeah. even know why I did, but like I remember that and like anytime, you know what I'm saying, I hear like that speech, like like it's really like it's really a game of inches. Absolutely. And like I don't know who wrote that necessarily, but that, that shit was that shit was dope as fuck. It was dope as yeah. fuck, but yeah. Any given Sunday, man, is 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 one of those ones, man. It really is. Absolutely. And, and we did a podcast on that, so go back in the archives and check that out. Absolutely. Um. So, hold on, real quick. Um, we got to go ahead and and recap, right? Yeah. So let's do that. Um. So. Uh, for my top five, I had the Little Giants at five, Draft Day at four, Invincible at three, the replacements at two, and Waterboy at one. And I had uh Jerry Maguire at five, the program at four, remember the Titans at three, Washington Blues at two, and any given Sunday at one. Fire, fire. So, um, <clears throat> now that we got our top five out the way. Um, let's run through the honorable mentions. Um, so on my honorable mentions, I have Varsity Blues, Any Given Sunday, Friday Night Lights, um, Remember the Titans. I had Gridiron Gang on there. And last but not least, Radio. Okay. <clears throat> I had uh, The Replacements. I had Gridiron Gang. I had The Express. Mm. And I had uh, I thought the last on the list. Dude, I love that stretch, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to the first black Heisman winner ever, Ernie Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, only Cleveland. No, is he still the only number to be retired for Cleveland Brown? Uh, Maybe he's not the only. I know nah. he's the first. Yeah, he's the first. Nah, he's first. He just got his retired too. Okay, okay. So he's the first. Nobody's ever worn the number 44 after. Right. Ernie Brown got where well, Ernie Davis got drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Oh, um, uh, but that's not that's not true. Oh wait, you know what? You did tell me that. You did tell me that. Yeah, because I he, remember saying he, that. He retired, but I think it's like an honorary retirement though, because she only talky talky wear number forty four. Got you, got you. And uh, the the other one that I got is the last Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's then. One. okay. That's yeah. Not for nothing, though, bro. Gridiron Gang, good movie. Um, it is, but it's just hilarious. Yard. We ain't bring up the longest yard. Yeah, we didn't bring up the longest yard. Um, Which you know, what I'm saying the first one, I never got a chance to see. Me neither. I, I never seen. I, I seen clips of it though. Yeah, I seen clips of it because that's the one with um, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds in both Reynolds. of them. Yeah. And then, but Burt uh, Reynolds was the main character. He was the uh, Adam Sandler character, right? In the uh, first one, yeah. The second one, though, the one with uh, 
<laughs> the one with Adam Sandler is hilarious. Uh, shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, he told Nelly, that's how a real man run the football. <laughs> hey, man. No, he said, that's how a white man runs the football. But let me tell you something about Stone Cold Steve Austin. When I seen him in this movie, bro, I think I, I, think I grew an appreciation for him. Because... Okay. I knew he was good. At, first and foremost, if you are if you in the WWE or F or whatever you want to call it, you already a good actor. <clears throat> or if you like at the height of it, at least you already a good actor because you know what I'm saying like that's what they do. Like they got to put on the personas and all that stuff. Of course, you know they got to go out there and wrestle and do all that, but they got to put on the personas and everything else. But when Steve, when Stone Cold Steve Austin started doing films that's when I realized like how good this dude really is. Like he did, I think he did the, I think it was the Marine movie or something like that. No, and John Cena did that one. John Cena did the Marine. He did, he did another movie that's similar to the, it's an action movie yeah. that's similar to the Marine. But like just seeing him like do like movies, you realize like how good these dudes really are when they, you know what I'm saying? Like in the ring and doing a, you know, like promos and all that shit in wrestling. Like you really, you really see how good these guys are. And I, I just was like, man, I'm like, yo, he really, he really does a great fucking job. Like playing that role of, you know what I'm saying? Like a badass. Like I got to, you know, I had to take my hat off to him, but yeah, that movie was great, bro. Um, Nelly did a good job in that as well. Um, Michael Irvin too. Yep. Michael Irvin, um, yo, fucking Tracy Morgan, yeah, one of the cheerleaders, bruh, hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in that. Uh, Terry Crews, cheeseburger. Damn, dude. Terry Crews was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that that was Chris that Rock. Was good. Yep, Chris Rock was in it. Yeah, that was a good movie, bro. I really fucked with that movie. Um, and also, you brought up radio, and um, for the people that like, so I live in Piedmont, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like half of us in like Greenville County, the other half is in Anderson County. Like, so my mm-hmm. kids go to an Anderson County school. So, radio is about a school called Tia Hanna. Like, mm-hmm. my kids' school play Tia Hanna. Tia Hanna's in Anderson. Okay. So, like, that's how close I am to like that school or whatever. But um we had a guy um very similar and had the same like condition that um radio had his name Gee. Like Gee used to always be, you know, in the parades. He always was on our sidelines. Like, you know what I'm saying? For every, you know, maybe not the 56 ones, he ain't that old. Uh, I think he just passed away a couple years ago. But uh, mm-hmm. Gee, you know, he was one of those dudes. You know, he was, you know, went to state with us. He went to state with all the other teams and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, and Gee used to stay literally like, so you remember I would talk about Sunnyside Drive? Yeah. Like he stayed on Sunnyside Drive. So like mm-hmm. I lived up here and like, so that road went here and then Sunnyside Drive went down and his house was like right here. I used to walk past Gee House all the time. Right. But um, but yeah, he was, you know, similar to radio. 
You okay. know what I'm saying? But he didn't he didn't stay in school like radio did though. Yeah. Like radio never wanted to graduate, so they let him stay in school the whole time. Like he Which didn't do that. Yeah. Like he just he just came to all of the games. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like the like the honorary captain all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh but yeah, it, it was just crazy because it's it's so crazy because Tia Hannah is the Yellow Jackets. My mm-hmm. school is Yellow Jackets. We got the same colors and everything, and we both yeah. have people with those conditions that yeah, were wild. It's wild, dude. It's, it's wild as fuck. That's wild. So I just want nah, to mention. I, I mentioned radio because it was just it was more so just the performance that Cuba Gooden Jr. gave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a that was a phenomenal movie. He did a, a hell of a job playing that role. Um, you know what I'm saying? He really, I, I think that's when he was like, like right at his height too. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's one of the movies I definitely messed with. Um, I'm trying to think, did we miss any? Uh, well, we talked about it before we got on here, Brian's song. Like we yeah, both uh, yeah. watched that in, I don't know why they showed it to us in high school, but or middle school or whenever it was, but I don't know why they showed us Brian's song in school, but they did. What, uh, okay, quick question, because I got to ask. When did they show y'all this movie in school? Man, see, that's you where remember? my memory gets tricky, man. I can't remember. I definitely if, remember when they showed us this. I can't remember if it was middle school or if it was high school. No, I mean, like, like when in school did they, did they show y'all this? Like, what do you mean? Like, early in the day, in the morning, what do you mean? Nah, like, so for, for us, they showed us this during Black History Month. Oh, uh, no, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember <laughs> they that. They showed us this during Black History Month. And the whole Why? time... Brian ain't I'm, even white. He's white! I know. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, why are we watching this during Black History Month? But then I realized that the, his best friend was Gail Sayers. So yeah. I was like, I guess that's the reason they. I still don't understand to this day why they showed us that during Black History Month. But I mean, salute to him, man, Brian Piccolo, man, rest in peace. But yeah, that was crazy to me. I was like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I ain't gonna lie to well, you. When we watched that movie, bro, I I didn't. I I was like, why? This has nothing to do with nothing in school. They really don't. It they really, really didn't don't. at all. That's like when they we. <laughs> <laughs> we had to watch Philadelphia in school. What? <laughs> yes, we watched Philadelphia in school. For which part? The age part or the like whole movie? <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Yeah, that's <laughs> I watched wild. School, know, my first time seeing Philadelphia was in high school. You know, I literally just watched Philadelphia like last year. The first year. time? Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. I never really watched it. And we seen I, it in I high school. I don't even remember why we watched it, but we for sure watched Philadelphia in high school. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen so many unnecessary movies in high school. I see Philadelphia. I seen Brian's song, and I also seen the um, what's the one yep. movie with the dude that was eating hamburgers for, I mean McDonald's for thirty days. Um, no, they didn't show that. Oh my God, what is that movie called? Yo, did they did they show y'all did they show y'all the sound of music? No. Yeah, they showed us that shit. They, I don't they know showed us, they showed um, what was the one? My friend Martin. 
Nah, we didn't see that. We watched Schindler's List, though. Yeah, we, yeah. We, no. Okay, so we didn't watch Schindler's List. But um, remember the movie we covered with the um, the, the guy and his son during, what's the name, when they got sent to the, um, the um, death camps? Oh, that foreign movie you had us watch. Yeah, that I seen oh, no. that in school. I watched that in school. Oh, okay. Nah, nah, we didn't see that. That was my we first time watching. We was learning about movie. the Holocaust then, so that's the movie that they showed us. Oh, okay. Now, I, I yeah. will, I will say one, I will say one movie. Um, it's, 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 it's like a you know, B. I hate to call it a B movie, but uh. But it's a movie called Carter High, and for the people that don't know, like there is, I did. Oh yeah, about the uh, football team that. Yeah, I did played, do. Totally played uh, Yeah, I did do uh, a podcast on the thirty for thirty about it, like the real story. But mm-hmm. the reason I bring it up is because there are people who are huge friends that you mentioned it early Friday night, like, and they depiction of Carter High School in that movie. That, that was fuck. a fucking NFL team, bro. <laughs> yeah, that part, that part. But the other part was they tried to make them look like a dirty, just oh, yeah. you know what I mean. And I, I'm not gonna cake for them because of the, because of what happened later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could be like, oh, well, they thugs and they this and that because, you know, some, some a few of the players committed some robberies after the season. But, like, but they never played dirty. They didn't kick people helmets into their chin and all this type of shit. They didn't late hit people like they was doing in the, in the Friday night. Like, like, that was just bullshit. And that's why I said watch Carter High because you know what I'm saying? It was It was a a school where, you know, I mean, there was an academic scandal. And then, like I said, mm-hmm. afterwards, there was some, you know, some robberies with a few players on the teams or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they, people claim that that year, that was the best high school team ever assembled. That's what, that's what they claim. That's what they claim. I'm not saying yeah. when you look at a few of the players that came from there, you're like, you know, you, you can, you know, but also what's so funny about, about cinema, and I, I end because we go along. But like, they will, they will have you believe in some shit that never happened. In Friday Man. Night Lights, they played that shit like it was the championship game, and it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was it a was game before it. Yeah, that was a championship. <laughs> it was a game before it, and in the movie, they made it seem like the game was close <laughs> in real life. It was boot smoking season. That's crazy. But yeah, man, I just want to say because there I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some people who seen Friday Night Lights but don't know the story of Carter. Mm-hmm. And you got this perception of oh well it's this black team that come out there, they play dirty and they late hit people and they, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, kick people and all this type of shit. That was never the case. Right. Right. Never the case, but just wanted to put that out there. That's what's up, man. Um, man, listen, this was this was good. This was good. I'm glad we did this. Um, this needed to be done. 
<clears throat> it really did. Um, oh, that's right, because we didn't mention Rudy. Um, but like I told you off cam, bro, I don't, I don't think that Rudy should ever really be mentioned. I know people got like this affinity for that movie, and I don't understand why. Because first and foremost, it's about Notre Dame, and you know my disdain for that school. That's I, if I had a, like a list of teams that I hate or schools that I hate, like far as football teams, you already know my number one. But Notre Dame is like damn near one B. I never, I never understood what the hype about Notre Dame was. Everything that they do, they don't do nothing, bro. Like I remember, <clears throat> I remember in oh, what year was that? I want to say like oh six. I think it was 06. I think that's when we had Troy Smith and like Ted Ginn and all them. And we had to play Notre Dame in like the Tostitos Bowl or the one of them. Mm -hmm. And we <laughs> we hung numbers up on them boys, bro. I think we put up like 700 yards of total offense on them. And that's when they had uh, Brady Quinn and Jeff Samara. Uh, and I remember man. how like everybody was hyping them up. Bro, we uh -huh. dusted them boys, bro. You talking about boot smoking season? It was boot smoking season for sure. But yeah, we got them boys up out of here, man. Um, but yeah, I, I I never understood anything about Notre Dame. I don't understand why. I remember like being little and seeing like their merchandise and realizing mm -hmm. that like they got their logo on the on the stuff next to the NCAA logo. And then I would see other teams' merchandise and didn't see their logos on there. And I was like, yeah, this is crazy. But I think that Notre Dame is connected to the uh, to the Pope somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's a real conspiracy theory I have. I think... All the way back College, to the Vatican? Yeah, I think they, they linked up somehow. I know because Notre Dame is definitely Catholic, but... I think they linked up somehow because how the fuck does Notre Dame for so many years stay independent one and two, how do they get their own merchandising rights and nobody else does. And how do they, in three, how do they keep staying in the spotlight, even though they trash year in and year out? It don't make sense. It is. You know and saying? then why does USC put them on their schedule to always come out to California to recruit. That's all I'm saying. So they can tell California players, look, we always going to have a game in California. That's what I'm saying. And if you, notice, if you notice, they they uh, they had their own channel. Remember that? Mm -hmm. They had their they own NBC channel. I don't know, man. Something fishy about Notre Dame, bro. I just never, I never fucked with them for real. You know what I'm saying? Never liked them. I always thought something yeah. was weird about them. Um, but that concludes the episode, though. I think we pretty much done here. Um, if you guys have any uh movies that we may have forgotten, or um that we just didn't name, or if you have a movie that you know of it could be you know an indie film or something like that it don't matter hit us up and let us know because we definitely are going to try to watch it you know what i'm saying i think uh that would be dope 
to to uh, see some see and hear about some movies that we haven't named yet. Um, oh, I got one, and then we can close out. Do you remember that movie that Kiki Palmer did with Ice Cube when she was the quarterback? The bone shot or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, I don't know why that just came to me, but that was crazy. Uh, that's funny. That's when they were just making movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they tried to they gave her a spelling bee and it was like let's see if she can play football. Like they, I never, Kiki Palmer don't look nothing like no kind of football thrower at all. Wow, no kind of football thrower. That is hilarious. Yeah. She, I'm just, I'm just being real. Like she don't, cause you know, it's it's girls that can throw footballs, of course. Like it's girls that love football just as much as guys do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like Kiki Palmer don't look like the type of girl that was like throwing the football around. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, yeah. girl, I grew up with girls that threw a football. I know a girl who probably had like one of the best arms I've ever seen, but Kiki Palmer didn't look like that. That's all I'm saying. So if y'all want to hate me, y'all know where to reach me. Um, so uh, I guess we don't really have too much to do except for the coming soon. So let's yep. get that. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. So like we already uh, stated earlier in the episode, we had to do an audible. So this next episode is going to be about Netflix's original series, Black Mirror. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I had went back and rewatched some episodes like throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, they had some gold with this joint, man. They had some real gold. And not to mention, bro, like some of the people that was like in these shows went off to do like some spectacular stuff. So, yeah, if y'all haven't watched Black Mirror in a long time or if you've never watched it, make sure you get on Netflix and check it out. Try to binge it as much as you can before the next episode, because this is this is definitely something worth watching just in general. Um, So. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, if you didn't enjoy this episode, or if you two know, you know what I'm saying, that Bobby Boucher was the greatest linebacker to ever step on the college football field, living or, uh, I'm sorry, living, mm, real or fake, then hit us up, let us know on Instagram, at Pod. You can hit us up on Facebook, VA Pod Watch Group. You can also hit us up uh, under the comments of the YouTube channels. Uh, let us know. Put a comment up under there. Talk to us. Um, make sure to go follow S Dots TikTok. Um, Twenty eight minutes or less pot. Go there. Check out all the clips. Um, you know what I'm saying. Leave a comment up under. We had a comment uh, on the last one. We were talking about uh, Carl Weathers. Rest in peace. Uh, dude said that we were too racist. Talking about a fictitious character. Man, what we say? <laughs> I don't know. We was, the clip was the clip was when we was talking oh, about who Carl won that Weathers, fight. I mean Apollo, yeah, Apollo and Rocky boxing, 
And you know what I'm saying? We was talking about like we know who won that last fight. That's why they, you know what I'm saying? Like it's why they But I guess he thought that we were saying it because Rocky was white. Yo, that's yeah, everybody knows that my disdain for Rocky is not because he's a white boxer, it's just the fact that this nigga always loses. That's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with him being wild good fuck what color he is. Nigga's a loser. That's all it is. So yo, I, mean, I didn't of course, see that. I'm sure he you know, I'm sure he don't know he didn't watch the episode or listen to it, so he don't really know it in context. Hopefully he replies back because I asked him, I said, What did we say that was racist? But um yeah, that's my that's my beef with Rocky, y'all. He just he's a loser. He get whooped all the time, <laughs> and I don't understand why this nigga got a whole series because he always getting whooped. Like he's not a great boxer. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Yo, Rocky has never in any movie known the man won a fight by decision. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> he loses every fight and exactly, just, and just find a way to knock somebody out in the end. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. If you get whooped by this dude and then eventually this dude trains you to be better, <laughs> you're not that great of a boxer. That's all I'm saying. You can't get trained by the nigga who whooped you. You're supposed to train to beat him. Like you're supposed to go outside of him to, to go get better and then come back and beat him. You can't get trained by the same dude that puts you on the mat. That's crazy. But whatever, man. Um, so yeah, keep leaving them comments. I liked it, you know what I'm saying? Some good engagement. But um, yeah, if you guys want to follow me, uh I'm at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. Um, I got a link to my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. Also, make sure you like, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notification bell so you know every time we drop an episode, and also um subscribe to uh our subscription on the podcast um you can do that through spotify you can click the link in the description it'll send you there two dollars 99 cent a month we got some great episodes uh, on the back end so go check that out as well and uh y'all can find me at s.foster8 on instagram and on x um at 28 minutes or less pod that is just on ig follow the podcast 28 minutes or less um let me see what is it episode 144 if i'm not mistaken uh cocaine cowboys 2 uh gazelda and charles is out in the world go check that out man i went over the whole uh thing with gazelda blanco and um charles cosby um so uh go check that out it's on all major platforms <clears throat> that's what's up man that's what's up um Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, your support is greatly appreciated. Um, and until the next episode, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.